the Pinstripe Alley podcast. I'm Andrew Mearns here with a full house of editors tonight. Got Tanya, (laughs) Jason, and Caitlin. Hi. Hello. How are you guys doing? Good. Terrible. (laughs) All right, got a good, got a peachy, and got a terrible. All right. So we're already off to a roaring start. Caitlin Uh, clearly living her best life. (laughs) Yes. Well, who ain't? Well, a lot of people, but (laughs) Finster Valley Podcast is back for the first time in a while. We're going to do the same baseball prospectus drinking game that we did last year. You might remember, you might not. Basically, the gist of it is that uh, I have the annual and I will read player comments. Oh, we're drinking? Well, I mean, you you, you can drink with it. It's not really... Oh, well, shit. Hold on. I'll be right back. (laughs) Keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Jason, this is old hat for Jason, so it's fine. (laughs) Not like there's even, like, rules for drinking with it. It's just that drinking is something that happens with the game, because why else would you be doing it otherwise? (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. so I'll read a comment about a player on the Yankees or someone who has been on the Yankees within the past couple years. I'm not going to go way back to, like, I don't know. Darnell McDonald and his bag of hair or anything like that. Oh. <laughs> it's so sad. Yes. It's okay. He has a good he has a job in the Cubs front office now, I think. So good for him. Good for him and his hair. I think he might have his hair back. I don't know. I, <laughs> so hope. I suppose in like five years he's going to <laughs> What if it never grew back? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, God, this is a good sad turn. (laughs) But basically, we'll just go one by one through Tanya slash Jason slash Caitlin. All right, I'm back. We'll see if they can guess the player. I remember hating this a lot, so. (laughs) Who won last year? I did. Does that mean you drink the most or the least? I got the most right. (laughs) Hmm. I'm glad you gave it three endorsements of I. I remember hating this last year. (laughs) Turn off this podcast. Just just go away. (laughs) It's okay. Caitlin and I can just have an individual podcast where we talk about Darna McDonald's hair. (laughs) I mean, I would be here to talk about the hair. Okay. Just saying. Fine. Yeah, it was pretty important. Yeah. I'm glad that we've talked about it so long in this 2017 (laughs) podcast. (laughs) It was a simpler time back then. What do you think he's doing right now? We just discussed that he has a job in the Cubs front office. Oh, good for him. I hope he grew his hair back. (laughs) We were hoping that too. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's like a life coach or something. Oh. Wow. Teaching people the perils of what happens when a professional (laughs) sports entity makes you cut your hair. (laughs) You'll get through it. Teaching his best life. Hey, you know what? Good for you, Darnell. Good for you. What did you get to drink, Jason? Uh, old old Oberholt rye. Fancy. I know. Very. What do you have, Tanya? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and I have water, so we're really living oh, it hell up. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The hell is this, people? <laughs> so Jason darted off to go get booze. And I know, like, I was yeah. going to say I have water, but whatever. <laughs> I, 
I'm not sure which is worse, having water or having nothing. <laughs> I mean, I just finished a fresco like five minutes ago. So. Oh, oh yeah. fresco. <laughs> it's so <laughs> you know. <laughs> Damn, man, I got my fresco. Oh, shit. It's good stuff. It's delicious, great, pretty goodness. Well, I'm drinking an Abita Mardi Gras Bach. It's quite good. Mm. Yes. Okay. All right. So we'll go ahead and get this started. We'll go start with Tanya. And I guess if Tanya can't get it, then it can be up for grabs for Jason or Caitlin. So we'll figure out points that way. I don't know. We Lots of making it up as we go along. Like the Yankees. <laughs> All right. So here's the first one. At first glance, Blank's 2016 was as unspectacular as Justin Guarini's pop career. Upon looking at his monthly splits, though, there's some hope. Sandwiched between two miserable months to bookend his season with steady offensive production, he hit 277 from May through August with 12 homers at the bottom of the Yankees lineup. The key, a mid-May adjustment he made in his swing to unlock his hands. Sure, he wasn't worth his $13 million salary, but those four months of hitting plus an, an improved glove make for a palatable season. A repeat would be considered a success. Chase Headley. You got it. Yeah, that was pretty easy. Yeah, yeah the, the, a lot of these comments sort of are either very easy or hard. So. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I guess this one will go to Jason now. The 2013 fourth-round pick has quickly worked his way through the Yankees' farm system by leaning on a strong glove and plus speed. He's a rather interesting prospect, given that he came out of nowhere in a system well-stocked with talents in the middle infield. Neither of his two best skills are good enough to make him stand out, especially the defensive production, which dipped. But if his back continues to trend in the right direction, he'll have just enough to crack an organizational top 10. Now 22, he'll likely get a shot in the major leagues by the end of 2017, where the world will see whether he can get on base enough to be a capable big leaguer. Um, Tyler Wade? Yeah. Oh, wow. Shit. Nice. I don't know if he's going to be there in 2017, but all right. It might be a September call-up. I feel like he'll probably start in Scranton. So. Damn. And Jorge Mateo will just be like, <laughs> Tyler Wade. Tyler <laughs> Wade. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that bringing that meme to Jorge Mateo has been like my greatest contribution <laughs> to anything. Yeah, <laughs> it is good. Mm -hmm. Him and like uh and uh, Rob Refsnet. <laughs> yes. Ben Gamble. <laughs> ben Gamble. <laughs> All right, so this one's for Caitlin. When Blank made his major league debut in 1998. Google was 10 days old, J.K. Rowling introduced us to the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, and I was taking home my first iMac computer. 19 years later, Google owns half our souls, the Harry Potter series has sold over 400 million copies, and my iMac is a broken-down display piece in my house. Blank is still playing baseball, though, and posting a slash line that, while not spectacular for a designated hitter, the final act of every AL power hitter's career proves that he's still kicking. After a very poor 2014 in the Bronx, Blank took advantage of being a switch hitter and made the Yankee Stadium short porch his age-defying elixir. The problem with that is that not every ballpark is a short porch for him to ward off all the time with. Shit. <laughs> I feel like I should know who this is. That was a lot of information that wasn't related to even baseball. Right. 
<laughs> Some of it was. Shit. Like, Barely. Debuted and shit. I don't know. 1998? Mm-hmm. Who on the team was that old? Uh, hmm. Do I get to ask helping questions? Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Dan and Jason? <laughs> I don't really care. I, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, uh, we're, we're taking this very seriously then. Yeah. Oh, but it doesn't mean that he's still on the Yankees, right? Right. Shit. Hmm. <laughs> Jason's commentary, very helpful. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. Who was it? I give up. Tanya, Jason. Is it uh, Beltron? It is Carlos Beltron. Is it? Yeah. I was going to say that, but it seemed wrong. <laughs> She's just gone with your guts. Damn. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems weird that they're talking about Carlos Beltran, who is not related to the Yankees anymore. Well, the, the the game is that I'm I'm, get, I'm having players that are either right. on the Yankees or have recently been on the Yankees, so I don't know. Oh, so was he written in the uh, Astros write-up or Rangers write-up? Oh, no, no, Astros, book? you're right. Forgot oh. he changed Texas teams. <laughs> he was on the yeah, oh. Was on oh, okay. All right, all right. Now you changed it up, all right. Well, there, I will say that there was also a line in the comments about, like, moving to Texas, and I thought that would make it way too obvious. Oh, did it say that? <laughs> no, yeah, Andrew left it out. I didn't oh. read it, because otherwise, like, who else would Wow. <laughs> right. Could have been... Brian McCann, except yeah. not. Could have been Brian McCann, old. yes. Who was very old. <laughs> not nearly as old as Viltron. I think he was or still in, like... Key. I think he was still like in middle school when Beltron debuted, probably. <laughs> hmm. All right. So this one's for Tanya. All right. Pakoda may hate Blank's chances of transforming into an effective backhand starter, but Pakoda didn't watch any of his games because Pakoda doesn't have eyes. Sure, the 24-year-old struggled with a long ball when given a shot to start, which isn't great when you pitch Yankee Stadium, but that was pretty much the extent of his flaws. He flashed decent strikeout potential, limited his walks, and proved he can pitch in meaningful games, getting the Yankees a big win over the Red Sox in the second-to-last start of the year as he chased the wild-card spot. He has work to do, but he could fill a cookie-cutter, fifth-inning, long-reliever role, following in the footsteps of Yankee greats from Chase Whitley to David Phelps. I have, like, mentally blocked out the entire last part of the season. (laughs) Oh, like it was good. <laughs> the end of the season was better. No, there was like there was like that brief portion that was good. Yeah, and then, then it was really bad. And then it was bad. That's true. I guess it was just like August. <laughs> it was really just Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Can you read it again? <laughs> Alright. Pakoda may hate Blank's chances of transforming into an effective back end starter, but Pakoda didn't watch any of his games because Pakoda doesn't have eyes. Sure, the 24-year-old struggled with the long ball when given a shot to start, which isn't great when you pitch at Yankee Stadium, but that was pretty much the extent of his flaws. He flashed decent strikeout potential, limited his walks, and proved that he can pitch in meaningful games. He's got work to do, but Blank could fill a cookie-cutter fifth-inning long reliever role following the footsteps of Yankee greats from Chase Whitley to David Phelps. 
wasn't there something about Boston in there? Yeah, did you want me to read that too? I thought you were, you were trying to move on from that. Yeah, I, I just, I wanted to oh, hear yeah. it again. So it was like, blank flash, decent strikeout potential, limited his walks, and proved he can pitch in meaningful games, getting the Yankees a big win over the Red Sox in his second-to-last start of the year as they chased a wild-card spot. I will say for the record that I don't remember that at all either, but... Probably didn't happen. <laughs> Jeez. Is it like... Is it Sessa? It is Sessa. What? Yeah! That's what I was going to say. Me too. Hooray. All right. So this one's for Jason. The 25-year-old hit the cover off the ball on AAA, earning a spot in the big leagues after the emotional departure of Alex Rodriguez. After the dust settled, Austin hoped to be capable of... (laughs) (laughs) Well done. I was going to say... At first, at first, I was going to say immediately, like, oh, it's Aaron Judge, but then I realized how Austin also exists, so I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then I said Austin. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Well, it could have been, you know, what Austin? Tyler Austin? Austin Romine? We don't know. Oh, no, it, it couldn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did Romine homer this year? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hit four, apparently. <laughs> what the hell? Really? <laughs> That seems like a lot. A, an alternative fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay. This will do. That this player managed to generate his highest warp since 2013 and under 200 plate appearances tells me both how dark a turn his career had taken and how surprisingly bright his light shined and limited exposure this season. Sure, he logged his requisite time on the shelf, six weeks lost to an inner ear issue, but after scraping Mendoza's, Mendoza's floor in 2015, he managed to reinvent himself in Washington as a righty-mashing utility infielder with unimpeachable clubhouse credentials. These days, his power is almost entirely the product of pitches he can extend on, but there's still enough juice in his glove for the occasional bouts of pop to justify his continued inclusion on a 40-man roster. What? <laughs> Who? Inner ear issue? Who the hell is that? <laughs> Read that again. (laughs) That this player managed to generate his highest warp since 2013 in less than 200 plate appearances tells you both how dark a turn his career had taken and how surprisingly bright his light shined and limited exposure this season. Sure, he logged his requisite time on the shelf, six weeks lost to another inner ear issue, but after scraping Mendoza's floor in 2015, he managed to reinvent himself in Washington, as a righty-mashing utility infielder with unimpeachable clubhouse credentials. These days, his power is almost entirely the product of pitches he can extend on, but there's still enough juice in his glove for the occasional bouts of pop to justify his continued inclusion on a 40-man roster. Is this, like, is this going to be, like, Stephen Drew or some shit? It is Stephen Drew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God. He would have some, like, inner ear problems. <laughs> That would be stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's so Drew. <laughs> the most Drew. <laughs> All right. So this one's for Caitlin. Woof. Has there ever been a more confusing slash frustrating pitcher over the past three seasons than this pitcher? He's become famous for lasting around five innings, giving up five runs, and striking out a hearty bunch of batters. <laughs> Many thought he would finally stay. <laughs> Caitlin's like, I know who this is. Say no more. <laughs> 
<laughs> you already know who it is. I think so. Keep going. Okay. Many thought he would finally stay healthy and break out in 2016. And while he did manage to miraculously throw a career high in innings, he was not good in most of them. With his age 28 season approaching, it appears we sadly know that this once exciting pitching talent is... If there's one thing he is a lead at, though, it's confusing the hell out of evaluators. So who knows? Maybe he'll turn around and pitch like a number two starter in 2017. It's gotta oh, well. be Michael Pineda. It is Michael Pineda. Woo! <laughs> I think he might pitch like a number two starter. <laughs> yep. Number two is in poo. Oh! <laughs> That's the joke! Got him! <laughs> All right. So this one will be for Tanya. Acquired from the Yankees, he's going to get another shot at anchoring a corner outfield spot with the, Poto, with the Poto and company seemingly confident in his ability to transfer his minor league success to Safeco's expanse. He shows good instincts in the outfield, which makes up for a lack of plus speed and can, can, can conceivably run play across the grass. He doesn't hit for much power, and what there is will come in the form of doubles and triples. The mishmash of Seth Smith, Danny Valencia, and fellow youngster Guillermo Heredia is there if he falters, but if he can pull off that hair, holding down an outfield spot seems doable. <laughs> ben Gamble. Ben Gamble. <laughs> I miss that hair. I do miss the hair. Oh, well. All right. So this will be for Jason. It takes a lot to get attention as a reliever in just one season, but he managed to do that in 2016. He turned a decent season at 2000, in 2015 at high A into a ridiculous 2016 season that saw him climb up the AAA, where he struck out 11 batters in a row. The only level he didn't dominate in 2016 was the majors, but if last season is any indication, he should prove himself rather quickly and could even find a spot in the middle innings. Jonathan Holder? It is Jonathan Holder. Ah. Yep. Nice. Was the tip-off that he struck out 11 people in a row? No, just that he dominated... Everything. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think I only knew because of the 11 in a row. <laughs> I actually didn't even remember that. It was a thing that happened. Need to do more BBRs, Jason. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this one will be for Caitlin. Imagine if Air Bud played baseball. That's this player, an adorable golden retriever <laughs> who's incredible at a sport and plays fearlessly with unmatched intensity and passion. He's quick, he's full of energy, and he'll fetch almost any baseball hit to him in the outfield. At the dish, he has what Brian Cashman called a legendary bat speed. Unfortunately, he had to cut his 80-grade hair to move to New York, but perhaps it will make him even faster. At the very least, it seemed to revive his bat, which had been slumping in AAA. His hair? Brett Gardner. <laughs> Didn't say his voice. lack of hair. Um, I feel like the hair mention, it must be Clint Frazier. It is Clint Frazier. Woo. How is he Air Bud? <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. Super what? excited. I guess he's super excited. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I will take the Air Bud mention, you know. <laughs> Jason's just a hater. Eating all over the place. If there's anything that Jason hates, it's Clint Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's another Yankees outfielder that I hate. <laughs> the other one. The other, the other attractive one. <laughs> is, he, is he the other attractive one? I mean, un unless, like, I know Aaron Hicks is your jam. <laughs> no. No. 
No, I'm not even talking. I was talking about Jake Cave, okay? Oh. I oh. Yeah. Me too. Well, yeah, he's in that club too, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's Jake Cave. Okay, so this one will be for Tanya. Yes, strikeouts are as prevalent as they've ever been in the league. Given the current era, this is still impressive. The only three pitchers to have nine straight seasons of at least ten strikeouts for nine innings are Randy Johnson, Billy Wagner, and this guy. Having a natural cut fastball, years of Mariano Rivera mentorship, and an extra bendy curveball really helps pad those numbers. Most great closers can't keep the high velocity readings forever, but since this player never really had them, it's a safe bet that he'll still be a closer for years. Is it Dylan? No. Oh, no. I guess it's Robertson. <laughs> I was going to let Jason or Caitlin try to stop Well, it. sorry. <laughs> I, I thought it was Dylan. I did too. Well, didn't you say ten years though, or something? Yeah, eight years of ten strikeouts per nine. Oh, eight years! I didn't hear eight. <laughs> Unfair. I I definitely heard three, <laughs> which is considerable difference. Yeah, eight does actually. not sound like three. Well, that's what I heard. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I, I guess that will just go to no one. <laughs> well, it goes to me. I answered it. <laughs> <laughs> but I immediately got it right. <laughs> so it, it's just like in uh, Jeopardy when you say the wrong answer, but you it's immediately so follow up the right one. It's, it counts. <laughs> if you guys want to count for Tanya, then it will count for Tanya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose we don't really have a choice since you can fire us all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just right. got a point. It's all rigged. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> all right. Um, so I guess this one will go for Jason. Let's see. It's rare that you see baseball fans thrown into a frenzy over a tweet from a rookie league team, yet many fans won't forget where they were on the night of August 27, 2016, when one minor league team tweeted, Read this player. The team has no comments. All questions may be directed to Yankees Player Development Complex in Tampa. They later <laughs> erased the message. This player, a five-tool outfielder, was once projected to be drafted among the among the best people in the draft class, but fell a full long way to the Yankees amid concerns he wouldn't sign. When he did sign, fans fell so deeply in love with his bat after a torrid start in rookie ball that they panicked when the aforementioned cryptic message appeared and disappeared. But he's capable of hitting for contact from the left side, spraying with the ball, and seeing pitches with a careful eye. He has the potential to hit a lot of dingers at the next level when he when he develops his swing a little bit more. Uh, Rutherford? It is, it is Blake Rutherford. Man, the Pulaski Twitter calls in all kinds of drama. What was that? What what happened there again? I can't remember. He like got removed from a game, and then they were like, "We have no comment. All <laughs> yeah, comments like, must like, be." People were like, "No, do, do not ask us." <laughs> <laughs> Direct your comments to the complex in Tampa. Like what? he died. <laughs> Call like, Hal if you want to know. Like, <laughs> well, this is what happens when you have like well, child like, interns. It was like nobody had questions until you tweeted that, and now we have questions. <laughs> Did you kill questions. him? 
Like, what did you do? We may have accidentally <laughs> killed Blake Rutherford, guys. We saw nothing. You know nothing. <laughs> we played the fifth. Nothing happens. Be quiet. All right. This is the last one I have because the rest of them are extremely obvious. So, uh, so this one's for Caitlin. The former top prospect had a tumultuous year recovering from right shoulder surgery, which derailed a promising 2015. When he returned to AAA, he resumed production at nearly the same level, and when he got a late-season call to the big leagues in wake of Aaron Judge's injury, he made the most out of it. He doesn't have the franchise center fielder pedigree he once did, but at 25, he still has a chance to make some impact. The disheartening struggles with weak minor league pitching seem buried in the past, and the focus for Blank now is just staying on the field. I know who you're talking about, but I'm blanking on his name. His Is it... Hmm. Describe him. Describe him. <laughs> well, draw a picture. Didn't he get called up and he um, was playing outfield and then he like slid weird on his shoulder or something and like dislocated it? Mm hmm. Oh, Mason Williams. There you go. <laughs> that was this year? That was last year. No, it was last year. It was last year, but it did yeah. reference that in the comments. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, so Jason wins. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Final score. I'll, I'll call it like five to five for Jason. I'll say three and a half for ten. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it wasn't like I said Dylan, and then you're like, no, and I was like, well, shit, I have no idea. <laughs> Very unfair. And if I heard you say eight, I would have known it was not Dylan. But I'm not here eight. Well, you still would have lost anyway. Because <laughs> you didn't steal the I point. want my four points. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have to keep this for like the, the fantasy. I will, I will award the four points. Thank you. Generous. <laughs> You're like, like, finally, I got some damn treatment around here. Mm-hmm. I will. This would have been like I think too obscure to like throw in, but I do appreciate that the comment for Eric Gigalo is that Eric Gigalo went to Notre Dame, but he's had only the luck of the mid nineteenth century Irish immigrants during his pro career so far. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My God. That is dark. That is violent. <laughs> Oh, yes, his bones have been violent too. Well, Notre Dame sucks anyway, so. <laughs> like when you posted in Slack the other day, but like, who's from Notre Dame? <laughs> I will find you. Sorry, Ryan. I know you had only a little. Strong feelings about Notre Dame. Notre Dame's the worst. <laughs> Alright, so do you guys want to like, talk about anything else? <laughs> it's ended earlier than I thought. Well, I thought we were going to do, I thought we were talking about our prospect list. We can talk about our prospect list. Right, let's not. No. Glaber <laughs> <laughs> good. That's what we have to say. Mm-hmm. And Greg Bird, even though he's not really a prospect, but still, Greg Bird coming. The prospect in our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Bird back. Woo. And Yeah. I, don't, I mean, do you guys have anything to talk about or not really? 
<laughs> well, we did it. We did it. Do you have anything you'd like to say, Caitlin? No. Did you did you write a poem about Mark Teixeira not being around? I'm trying not to think about it. Okay. <laughs> I have not accepted that that is real. Oh man, it's yeah. gonna be tough in spring training. Everyone starts playing. You're like, wait a minute. Where's Let's... Mark Teixeira? Teixeira. <laughs> He'll be like, I don't know, talking about sports yapper on Twitter again or something. <laughs> Opening up some kale franchises. Yes. I'm still disappointed that he changed his AVI in Twitter bio from everything mentioning the Yankees. Oh. <laughs> like, moved on so fast. Wow. <laughs> He's on Team Khaki now. <laughs> <laughs> team Khaki and Team Random Georgia Tech Booster. <laughs> and really? ESPN. At least we might be able to get some Mark Teixeira on our uh, TV boxes from ESPN. Yeah. It would be nice if they hired him to do South Territory. Yes. That's amazing. Bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, why did you ever get rid of this? Alright, so that'll do it for us in this abbreviated edition of the Pinstripe Alley podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. You can follow us on Twitter at Pinstripe Alley. Follow Tanya on Twitter at Tanya Bondurant. Jason on Twitter at Jason O Cohen. You can't follow Caitlin on Twitter because she rebels against the system. And... Uh, it's probably uh, for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Caitlin is a, a, a strict adherer to rule one. Don't tweet. So yeah, <laughs> she's, she's winning as far as we're concerned. <laughs> and follow me on Twitter at Mern's PSA and like us on Facebook. Greg just hosted uh, a Facebook live on Sunday, which we thought went pretty well. It was amazing. Everyone should watch it. Yes. Yes. And you can still watch it again because they keep them. Yeah. We'll have record of Greg Kirkland <laughs> answering your questions forever. <laughs> <laughs> and randomly lighting up a lightsaber in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that he printed out a picture of a clock. <laughs> clock. Could clock. it possibly have been the clock? I don't know. It was the <laughs> clock. Oh, it, it was, was the, the clock. clock. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There is only one. <laughs> There's only one clock in Pinstripe Valley video lore. <laughs> My goodness. I feel like the, the clock probably should have been the logo for our podcast. <laughs> but anyway, so legs on Facebook. And keep stay tuned for the next Facebook Live session because Greg's going to be doing a few of these throughout the season. So keep your eyes out for those. And uh, rate and review us on iTunes if you get a chance. So we are excited for baseball to actually be a thing again and see Greg Bird and Gary Sanchez's dingers once more. So looking forward to that. Any parting thoughts, guys? Mm. <laughs> nope. Let's have some baseball to talk about for once. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 bye.